0: you're eating dinners together. So it would be very difficult for one person to, you know, be eating uh, steak and mashed potatoes and, you know, all those things. And the other person is sitting there having a salad. Right. So it's much easier if you're both eating the same thing. Um, And it's not a matter of, okay, I'm going to eat a healthy diet to make sure you eat a healthy diet. But again, Um, I think that if it's a lifestyle, it's easier to do if you're both doing.
1: This week, researchers looked at the average weight gain of those in and out of marriage starting from their wedding day and found marital bliss includes a few extra pounds. Dr. Karen Sherman explains why those findings might not be what you think they are. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the brilliant, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen.
0: Hi, Steve. Nice Hi. to be with you.
1: It's always great to speak with you. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, and is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Today, we're going to talk about um, weight gain and wedding bells, as I like to describe it. Um, do you want to hit them with your pun? <laughs>
0: It's not. A, it's not a very weighty subject. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a new study out that appears in Obesity Journal that looked at 8,000 couples over a two year span, and they gathered data on their weight. And you, appearing in Obesity Journal, you might be able to guess what they found. On average, married women gained 24 pounds in the first five years of marriage, cohabitating women gained 18 pounds, and women who were in a relationship but living separately gained 15 pounds. So the most weight was gained by married women. Mm -hmm. It's got to be more than the wedding cake, right?
0: No, I think it's the wedding cake. (laughs) Um I think that it is probably because the women, unfortunately, and this is such a sad thing to say, they have gotten the commitment. They're not as worried. Um, you know, with the women who are cohabitating, um, there's sort of a commitment, but they haven't gotten to the wedding cake yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that, Um, You also have to look at the fact that probably most brides-to-be go on very, very strict diets and Uh. lose a lot of weight so that they look beautiful that day or think that they're going to be more beautiful if they've lost this extra weight. And so if you compare it to the weight they were on their wedding day and then – you know, um, for the two years afterwards, you're going to see, you know, a a big weight gain. Um, I don't know that the weight they are at the time of their wedding is a true um, assessment of what they truly weigh. That I'm sorry, I'm redundant. No,
1: that is such a great point. That I mean, I don't know I, that. Honestly, I know that is a thing. I absolutely know that is a thing. I don't know why that did not cross my mind. As it did cross your mind? It did. It totally did not cross my mind. Um, I right. Of course. Brides, of course, go on diets and exercise and get in shape for their wedding day. And if mm-hmm. you start. The the wait from the wedding day, of course, it's going to be more dramatic. That makes so much sense. Duh. <laughs> um, one one thing that like one of the things that immediately popped into my mind was, oh, well, some a lot of people I'm assuming probably get married and have kids. And so there's probably some pregnancy. Well, ba- yes. But that wasn't. Yes. But that was um, excluded from the study. I actually went into the study and looked and the pregnancy was if you got pregnant, you were out. So, yes, um, but
0: – oh, oh, you mean so we can factor that in? No. There were no people who were pregnant that Correct. we can then say it was some baby weight?
1: Correct. So there's oh, no baby okay. weight involved in this. Okay. Because that okay. was my – my, that was the one that like hit me first and then I was like, mm-hmm. wait, that – they had to have thought of that, right? And they did. So mm-hmm. that was nice. I – you know, one of the other things that I was thinking is when you're cohabitating, you're still on separate tracks. Um, mm mm-hmm lifestyle wise. But when you get married, there is not always, but there is some sort of like merging or blending. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times it's like we get married and now you don't necessarily have to do that job anymore because we are, you know, one financial household, for example. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of thinking like, oh, there's probably some sort of like lifestyle shift that takes place after you get married, um, that Actually. is different than cohabitating and, or living separately that would have that kind of impact. But, uh-
0: I'm not going to say that you're wrong, Steve, but I think the biggest shift is in the perception that, okay, now I'm married. I don't have to worry so much about what I look like.
1: Yeah, no, I honestly, I think that your two, um, explanations are probably 98% of what this is all about. Okay. Um, So, so men also gained weight, um, but not as much, um, Mm -hmm. And in fact, women who live with a romantic partner, partner, have an increased chance of becoming obese within a year and men's odds increase within two years. Um, I do want to note that this is based on BMI, which I have railed against in the past. Um, so why do you think, um, just the romantic partnership increases your chance of obesity?
0: (laughs) I think in general, women just have a harder time with weight. Um, Men tend to have better metabolisms and, you know, it's just easier for them to keep their weight off, Mm -hmm. um, which really sucks. (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm constantly watching my weight. Richie pigs out all the time and, you know, he pigs out and then like he doesn't eat his dessert for two days and he's fine and i really have to if i go off you know and really like have a pig out for a day i spend the rest of the week paying mm-hmm. for that i think that in general men do much better with mm-hmm. uh maintaining their weight until later
1: yeah i was i was going to add late. that yo go
0: ahead sorry yes because when they're you see a lot of men when they become middle aged having a big paunch and I think at that point, their metabolisms change and um, you're you're going to see a lot of weight, especially up front. Right. But when we're talking about this age group, um, I think that men have the advantage over women.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I also, I was just going to say that I think this also goes back to what you had originally said, which is uh, once you kind of like land that relationship, you kind of mm-hmm. let down on some of the things that you were doing to make mm-hmm. yourself more attractive Mm -hmm. by staying in shape and eating better and probably even like going out. And I mean, honestly, when you think about, um, the acts that are involved in finding a mate, like going to the club, for example, people Mm -hmm. don't think of that as, you know, going to the gym, but that is like absolutely exercise. If you're going to the club for a couple hours and sweating your ass off dancing, Mm-hmm. And then once you get into the relationship you're probably not doing that
0: anymore. That's correct. That's correct. And let's not forget that you also many times look for partners at a gym. Right. So you might go to the gym and be exercising there while you're also, you know, on the on the hunt. Yeah,
1: perhaps. absolutely. The gym yeah. is totally one of those um Right. Like I, I used to go to the gym all the time. I still work out every day, but I used to go to the actual gym all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was hilarious. Like, I mean, to each their own. Right. But I I always found it interesting that I would go and I would do my workout, uh, and over the course of say 45 minutes or so. And I Mm -hmm. would see people there every single day, Uh, who would maybe do five repetitions of a single thing the entire 45 minutes and the rest of the time was hanging on equipment and talking to other Uh gym members. And I was like, Hey, like if this works, like you, you do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So, um, how can we, I mean, I feel like we've kind of talked about this, but maybe we can put a finer point on it. How can we square the fact that marriage is associated with so many positive health outcomes? Um, But here we are talking about uh, the gain of weight, which we know does not have a positive impact on your overall health.
0: So here's my best thought. I mean, I don't know. This is just my take on it. We're talking about most people who are in their 20s, late 20s, early 30s. I don't think at that point in life, people are necessarily thinking about long-term effects of health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've still got a lot of years ahead of you. And your focus is more about um, squaring away your career, having a family, you um, you know, living life, and you might not necessarily really be thinking about making healthy choices food-wise. I didn't really get on that bandwagon probably until about 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think that that would be my best guess as to this contradictory information because we do know that being married, you do tend to live a healthier lifestyle and yet certainly gaining a lot of weight would be contrary to that.
1: Mm -hmm. So I have um, two things I want to add to this. So one, going back to what you originally said about brides going on diets for their wedding mm-hmm. day, which makes the weight gain seem a lot larger than it actually is. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like, there's a stabilization that happens for most people, particularly through middle age, where it's not like they continue to gain five to 10 pounds every year. It's just you, you hit like your, le- your weight and and you kind of mm-hmm. stabilize. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas all the other benefits that we talk about constantly about like heart health and emotional health and going to doctor's appointments and all that other stuff that we've talked about in the past, um, those things don't disappear because of, uh, your weight gain. So I think those things, like those things can be all be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and to mm-hmm. your point, we're talking about, cause this is, these are newlyweds the first two years of marriage. And we know the average age for, uh, men is, uh, 29 women, 27, um, so that, so that means like to your point, like they still are burning, they, their metabolism is still kick a butt. And so mm-hmm. they probably haven't seen the effects of all that slowing down later on in life where the weight gain in those years would probably have a greater impact on that health.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um,
1: okay. So this, uh, plays into the fact that each person in the relationship influences each other. and We've talked Mm -hmm. about that. And I just mentioned it with like, you know, bugging the other person, go to the doctor. In another study, for example, they found that if one person in a married couple becomes obese, their spouse has a 37% higher chance of becoming obese too. Is it safe to assume then that if you want your spouse to stay healthy and at a healthier weight, that you should try to maintain a healthy weight yourself. Would the reciprocal hold? Do you think? I
0: I do think that that would help. I mean, first of all, um, it's very you know you're eating dinners together, so it would be very difficult for one person to you know be eating. Steak and mashed potatoes, and you know, all those things, and the other person is sitting there having a salad. Right. So it's much easier if you're both eating the same thing. Um, And it's not a matter of, okay, I'm going to eat a healthy diet to make sure you eat a healthy diet. But again, um, I think that if it's a lifestyle, it's easier to do if you're both doing. The other thing is that um, it's just the concept of, um, you know, oh, we've both been stressed. What the hell? Let's, let's go out Mm. and get a hamburger and fries. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Let's go. You know, whatever. So it's, um, I, I do think there's a contagious Mm -hmm. aspect to it. Um, and you know, again, I don't know that the thought should be, well, I want my spouse to be healthy and eat well, so I'm going to. But I do think it would be far more reinforcing um, if you did eat in an appropriate way if um, and, and that would motivate your partner to do likewise. It's not any different mm-hmm. than somebody who's trying to stop a heavy drinking habit and their partner is still drinking as much as they always had been. Right. It's hard to do that on your own. It's much easier if you both decide to cut down or the same would go for smoking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, on the other hand, it's like, OK, if you're going to start to go to the gym, they say, get a buddy, go right. to the gym together, because that makes it easier to create a different kind of pattern in your life.
1: Mm hmm. So, I mean, it almost seems like, um, the answer is yes. And in a part, a a good portion of it is you start to take on the same lifestyle. I mean, as a married couple, you probably have a a schedule that coincides with each other. And so if you're both busy and you're running out and you're hitting that fast food joint, you're probably both hitting that fast food joint Mm -hmm. and, um, <clears throat> you know i know you know in my neighborhood for example i see couples walking together all the time and that would be the opposite of that where the you know if you're going on a walk and you want that buddy and your spouse mm-hmm. is the one then it seems you would both benefit from that activity and you've baked it into your home life so yes that all yes. makes sense um one of the things that I wanted to also bring up is that uh, other studies have showed that married couples eat better than their single counterparts. And so that was mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to highlight is when we talk about like health, you know, married couples being healthy and all that stuff, this is in relation to, uh, non married uh, or divorced, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not that like, this is what a healthy lifestyle looks like. It's just in general, the overall data shows that married couples have these tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this goes along with the other healthy lifestyle things that we've been talking about. Do you have any theories as to why newlyweds are? I feel like we've probably already talked about this, but why newlyweds specifically are putting on the pounds outside of anything that we've t- discussed already?
0: I think it's really again that you know it's like we're we're newlywed we you know, um, have made this commitment. We are carefree. Uh, there's so many other things that we have to be serious and responsible about. You know, uh, we're young. Things can't really, aren't going to really happen to us. You know, there's, there's still that thinking of, you know, um, we're invulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I think that they just haven't really settled in to the understanding of a grander picture of what a healthy lifestyle means for each of them individually, for them as a couple, for their children, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, You know, the kinds of behaviors we see as far as the healthy attributes of couples starts to come out after couples are married five years, seven years you know, 10 years. So I think that this is really, um, a temporary kind of thing Mm -hmm. that is for newlyweds. Now my concern, and here's when you say to me, okay, anything extra Mm -hmm. that you want to discuss. My concern is that if it really gets out of control in those first two years, it's going to get much harder to bring, to reign back in. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, I'm, I'm going to use a weight example, but it really is a perfect example. If you've gained 10 pounds, it's a lot easier to lose those 10 pounds than if you've gained 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. So the the more off track you've gone, not only weight-wise, but in your thinking, in your habits, the much more difficult it is to get back on track. Right.
1: Um, I, uh, so, so I was going to add one other thing to the possible, uh, yeah. addition of weight mm-hmm. and, and this gets back to, um, who we're talking about here. So uh, couples who are newlyweds, which puts them again, late twenties, early thirties, mm-hmm. this, we live in a, um, a service-based economy for the most part. And, mm-hmm. uh, that age group is typically hitting the, like, I don't want to say the most productive years, but it's definitely the years where they're like really trying to climb up the ladder yes, and mm-hmm. putting in the crazy hours and like really grinding, uh, in the best sense of the word. Yeah. Um, and so the, I think that, um, that could be a time when they're sitting on their butts a lot more doing doing office work and things of that nature that would contribute to the to the waking as well
0: i think it's a very good point and i'll add more to that point they don't have time to create a healthy meal plan and cooking it and everything a lot of times they're probably just grabbing food on the go
1: right right sedentary that was the word i was trying to (laughs) (coughs) get get out of my mouth um yeah okay Well, I I know you've already given us the one extra thing, so I won't go there. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for your time, Karen. It is always a pleasure.
0: Yes, thank you for having me discuss this with you.
1: It was always great. It is great, as it always is. Uh, Okay, so that will wrap it up. Thank you so much again. And I want to remind everyone listening that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, Karen is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information and more at her website, DrKarenSherman.com. You can also find it on our website, HitchedMag.com, where we have thousands of articles, 500-plus uh, podcasts archived, ready for you to listen to and catch up, as well as a, a, a free newsletter that goes out uh, each Monday evening. It takes about 30 seconds to sign up. And if you wouldn't mind taking just a couple seconds uh, when you finish listening to this podcast to give us a rating, that would be greatly appreciated. All right, that's going to do it. Until next time, take care, everybody.